Good afternoon, friends. It's good to be with you again today. I am Dr. Patricia Ryan from A Future and a Hope Counseling Ministry, and I want to just remind you before we begin that we are here for you. And if you need anything, please don't hesitate to contact us. Our contact information is posted on this podcast. You can reach us by phone, by texting us, by email, or you can just go onto our website, check us out, see what we're all about. And if there's a way that we can help you, we would be more than happy to do that. We have something kind of unique in mind for you today. Dr. Rich Cozart, who, as you know, is one of our counselors and also the director of counselor education at a Future in a Hope Counseling Ministry, is going to be doing a presentation on avoiding and how to prevent mental illness. One of the things that will be unique about this particular presentation is that Dr. Cozart, who is also a professor of psychology at the university level, will be taking one of his own case studies and sharing it with you as a way for you to be able to connect and relate to some of the lessons he's going to be presenting today. So without further ado, let me introduce once again, Dr. Rich Cozart. Well, once again, it is a delight uh, to be with you and to talk about counseling matters. We're told that about one in four Americans in any given year will suffer from some form of mental illness. So we know that it's quite an important topic. So today I thought we would talk about preventing mental health problems. How can we do that? All of us know about preventative maintenance when it comes to our cars. Uh, We realize that if we don't care for our automobiles, that eventually they're going to break down. So we take them in uh, to a mechanic and this individual uh, looks at the tires and the engine, the transmission and other parts of the car. And once they look over uh, the automobile, they'll come to us and and make certain recommendations. And and sometimes we'll get a few things done, maybe a lot of things, and and perhaps uh, maybe seldom nothing. But we don't want to be caught uh, out on the road, out on the highway uh, with a broken down car. And I'd like you to think about that when it comes to uh, preventing Uh, mental illness. I want to offer um, five points that I believe are trans-diagnostic that that fit all kinds of mental illness and mental disorders that will help us uh, and keep us uh, from falling down into any of these difficulties and uh, finding ourselves in a a desperate situation. Here's the first one. I suggest that we establish a vital connection with God. More and more today, um, professional counselors and psychologists, psychiatrists, and others in the mental health field are seeing the importance of the, the spiritual or the religious factor when it comes to mental health. And I would advocate that strongly. We were made to have a relationship with God. And when that need is addressed, when that need is met, then there's a certain anchor that we can hold on to 
uh, during difficult times. The book of Proverbs tells us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, Proverbs 1.7. So if we are to have wisdom in life, which I would take as a, a balanced life of mental health, then we should be uh, individuals that, that recognize, understand, and, and follow uh, spiritual principles. And this can prevent us from uh, coming to the place in life in which we encounter mental illness. That's the first one. Second is this, maintain physical health. Something we've probably heard uh, many times uh, in our lives, but so very important to be reminded of, especially in terms of diet, rest, exercise, and the reduction of, of stress. If our physical bodies are not maintained, then they will tend to affect our physical brain and which of course houses our mind. I notice that with counselees, when they have a certain regimen of proper diet, rest, exercise, and the reduction of stress, that they will inevitably lighten their load. They will uh, feel better. They will be less inclined uh, to feel anxiety, depression, and some of these other uh, disorders that accompany a person that has um, uh, less than optimum health. So maintain physical health, so very important. Third way to prevent mental illness is to have adequate income and live within your means. That might be a bit surprising to you, but I find that oftentimes individuals will present with a certain problem, let's say anxiety or, or, or depression, maybe something a little bit, or perhaps a lot more severe like bipolar or schizophrenia, disassociation, these other difficulties, and we, um, look around in the individual's life, and, and perhaps one of the, the greatest fears they have, um, maybe one of the greatest difficulties is lack of income, lack of material means. And so that is very important. And it goes back to uh, issues of, of opportunity and employment and education and many other uh, factors that can make it complex. But um, that is something that we need to realize and recognize when it comes to um, mental health. And then the fourth one is this, cultivate peaceful relationships with others. Cultivate peaceful relationships with others. If we are in conflict with others, there's going to be a tendency to have a great deal of anxiety about that. And thus more stressors and thus more predisposed to mental illness and mental disorders. Sometimes the uh, one thing that can cure an individual is by um, having these peaceful relationships with others that could include um, active listening, conflict resolution, um, perhaps boundaries where we intentionally separate ourselves to one degree or to a large degree um, from others. And then number five, 
organize your time in life. Yes, organization. Having um, certain goals each day, short term, maybe intermediate term, like weekly or monthly, long term uh, in terms of a year or more. This can greatly uh, reduce um, the uh, possibility of having uh, mental illness. And often this should be um, undertaken uh, incrementally, step by step. I've had people tell me that just going home and organizing one part of their uh, apartment or, or home, or maybe just adopting a calendar and having these uh, short-term and intermediate and long-term goals can greatly improve um, their, their mood and their view of things. So I want to encourage you to uh, assess your own life and ask yourself in, in these five areas, how am I doing? Maybe reflect a bit and say, all right, this is where I am in each of these five areas. Now, how can I improve? How can I take perhaps some baby steps to uh, improve in these areas and thus uh, prevent uh, further difficulties um, down the line? Now, in light of these five principles, I'd, I'd like to take just our remaining time to look at a case study. We're gonna call this individual Josh. Josh is gonna go off to college and he's preparing, it's the summertime for him. He's preparing to go going, uh, off to college and he's having anxiety about this college experience. He's a freshman. And so like most freshmen, there's going to be more worry than uh, perhaps upperclassmen. Uh, Josh has several challenges in his life. He's going to be traveling several hundred miles from home to go to college. So he's gonna be away from home, away from his family. And so he comes to counseling and, and, and he's asking, what can you do to help me? And the, um, we hope the insightful counselor realizes that uh, Josh can take some steps in order to avoid mental illness while off at college. Of course, he can fall into um, anxiety, worry, and this can lead to depression. It can lead to these other disorders that I have mentioned and become severe to the point of having to be um, hospitalized or, and or perhaps having to drop out of school. Let's go through our five principles with Josh. First of all, let's say Josh is a Christian young man who's been attending church with his family throughout his life. And now he's off to college and he can do what he wants, let's say on Sunday. But we wanna encourage Josh to stay connected spiritually, to have a vital connection with God as he goes away to school. And uh, that would mean uh, joining a local congregation, um, being a part and with those that share his convictions of, of his faith. Very important for him to do this. And so this will be uh, a strength in his life. It'll be a mooring. It'll be a way for him to release some of the stress and worries and anxieties that he feels being away from home. 
The second principle with Josh, maintain physical health. We don't want him to just stay in the dorm room um, all day, um, all evening, or in the library studying all the time. We want to encourage Josh to get out, to uh, exercise, to be out of his room at least two or three hours or more a day, to have proper diet, to be careful about um, perhaps uh, taking on uh, too many calories and gaining weight um, off at college. We want him to be resting and uh, not to perhaps uh, get into um, some sort of routine where he's not sleeping enough because he's out with friends or, or other matters like that and to reduce his stress. So we want him to maintain his physical health. If his body gets into, into a bad place, his brain and mind most likely will follow. And then our third point, we want him to have adequate income and live within his means. A lot of college students worry about money. They worry about the loans that they're taking on. They perhaps worry about not having enough uh, for uh, books and life. And we would want to deal with Josh to make sure that he's living within his means to be careful not to work too much outside of, of school and then uh, find the, the dilemma of balancing his life between study and work and then become overwhelmed. The fourth point is for him to cultivate peaceful relationships with others. Very important not to be isolated. We want to encourage him to make friends, even though he's going to a place where perhaps he has very few, if any, acquaintances. We want to encourage him to join certain clubs, perhaps academic clubs, social clubs, uh, perhaps religious, um, religious uh, affiliated clubs like a church or Bible clubs at his school, and to choose these wisely. Uh, to be careful and to be around people who are themselves healthy and uh, to be very careful about substance abuse, which of course is rampant um, on our college and university campuses. So it's one thing to have peaceful relationships with others, but it's another thing to choose friends wisely. We want to encourage Josh uh, when it comes to that. And then our fifth point, we said, organize your time in life. We want to uh, assist Josh. Maybe in high school, he didn't have to study much, and he would breeze by his classes. It probably is not going to be, that is not going to be the case in college. We can show him how to have a calendar and to read through all of his syllabi before the beginning of the semester, and then calendar all of the assignments that will come due chronologically on that calendar. So he can plan ahead and make sure that he's got um, everything planned out. Does he have an adequate computer? Is he able to buy the books and the resources that he needs? We wanna make sure he's organized. Does he need transportation? Um, if he doesn't have his own car, does he know about um, bus and public transportation and able to keep his life 
organized. And that means planning ahead, as I am just suggested. If we help Josh in these matters, we give him um, a head start on preventing mental illness. We encourage him with his vital connection with God, his physical health, living within his means, managing his money well, having good, peaceful, helpful relationships with other healthy people, and then helping him to organize his time in life. We'll check in with Josh, won't we? As counselors, as parents, uh, from time to time to make sure he's doing well. Well, I hope Josh is an example uh, to all of us. And perhaps you can use uh, these principles in your own life. And who knows, maybe as we do this, we will prevent um, untold difficulties and problems uh, that will and normally accompany um, mental illness. Um, in the book of Proverbs, in the Bible, there are several verses that have to do with looking ahead and seeing the evil and then avoiding it. And I think that, that very much applies to our podcast today about preventing uh, mental illness. I hope that you're able uh, to apply these principles uh, in your own life. Good to be with you. Bye-bye.